Welcome to our House of Hope podcast series. Today's topic is Successful Christian Living Part 11. Who is a Christian? Our speaker today is Elder Michael Akosi. Praise the Lord. Are you happy to be in the presence of the Lord this morning? Yes, I am. There's no other place to be. The best place to be is the presence of the Lord, where you know you're going to be surely blessed. Amen. And I know this morning I'm going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. Uh, shortly before uh, the message, you know, a lot of people believe they are Christians simply because they bear Christians' name. They thought because they are past born in the household of faith, their they father, their parents are Christians, are ministers. That doesn't make you to be a Christian. It is the thing of the heart. Here's a simple song that I believe is going to bless your heart. Lord, I want to be a Christian in my heart. Lord, I want to be a Christian in my heart. In my heart. In my heart. Lord, I want to be like 
to be like Jesus in our heart. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. All right. Uh, we thank God again for another opportunity to be in his presence. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, I just want to thank you very much, Lord, for the opportunity that you give me this morning and every one of us to be in your presence, knowing fully that we will not go home empty-handed because we are your children, because you're going to bless us, you're going to transform us, you're going to make things right. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As we go in your word, Holy Spirit, speak through me in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that I will never, never speak my own words, but the Holy Spirit will speak the word of God through me, oh God. Holy Spirit, take control of my mind, take control of my inner man, so that my inner man will speak exactly what you want your people to hear this morning. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank God for the opportunity. Thank God, uh, pastors, uh, pastors, wherever you are. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's keep it good. The time is running. I'm only giving just a minute. Uh, you know, we are <coughs> for about 11 weeks now, we'll be dwelling uh, on the subject of successful Christian living uh, with a particular emphasis on uh, who is a Christian. And that's why I specifically sing that song. Um, in the last message, we dwell on the benefits of being a Christian. And uh, today we shall continue uh, in the foundational series considering the symbols at the beginning of the Christian life. Amen. All right, let's 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 begin. Um, today's teaching is in two parts. The first part, A, are uh, symbols that uh, represent a Christian in the world. And the second one is um, part, part B, the beginning of the Christian life. All right. Christ, uh, Christian is the salt of the earth. Matthew 5.13, if you can help us so that we can read it. Um, salt is known by its natural uh, endowment of being a sweetener. Prophet Elisha used it to sweeten the water at Jericho. Um, Matthew 5.13 says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and tramp other food by man. Um, let's read um, 2 Kings 2.19.22. Uh, why um, they're looking for that, listen to this. What is a symbol? Like I said, the first part is symbol that represents Christian in the world. A symbol may be an object or act representing something to the extent that when you see it, you will know exactly what that thing means without any labeling or giving a name. It is also something that stands for, uh, for or suggests something else by reason of relationship, association, convention, or resemblance that is 
That's what, you know, a symbol it without telling you, you know what it is. Uh, let me quickly read um, uh, 2 Kings 2, 19. Then the men of the city said to Elisha, please note, notice the situation of this city is pleasant as my, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad and the ground is barren. And he said, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast in this and cast the salt there and said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water from it there shall be no more death or barrenness. That's what salt can do. We're gonna see a more thing that salt can do. Amen. Okay, I talk about symbol. Um if you can um, let them see that uh, symbols. Okay, you can see some symbols, you know, on the, on the screen without even labeling them. If anybody asks you, what is, you know, this picture means, this uh, a symbol, what do they mean? The two people, what do they mean? They are human beings. Mostly you see them where? In the bath, in the bathroom, right? Nobody has to tell you about that. How about the parking? You know, that's for the handicap, right? How about the, the yellow one? Those are the student crossing, right? Right? Are you with me? Yeah. How, how about the, um, the yellow with the, with the light, number seven? That's traffic light, right? Right? Okay. How about number six? It's telling you, you cannot make right when you drive. If you're a good driver, if your driver is not expired, you know that. Right? Yes. And the green one is saying, you can only turn on what? On green light. That's symbol. That's what Christian is. Let's proceed. So in other words, you don't have to label yourself. I don't have to carry my big Bible oh, to say that I'm a Christian. No. If truly you are a Christian. All right. Let us dig, uh, dig a little bit better, deeper. Definition of salt. You know, we're talking about the salt, the first part. An individual or group, I mean, definition of salt of the earth. One thing that's so much, I mean, I, I was surprised when I tried to see the meaning of the salt of, uh, of the hair. It's in, it's in the dictionary. You go to the, the dictionary.com. It's exactly, I quote it exactly what it says. An individual or group considered as representative of the best of noblest elements of society. See, see that? That is in the, the salt of the earth. All right. There's a thoughtful question. Why did Jesus use salt to describe Christian? Why did Jesus didn't use apple, apple, you know, apple fruit? Perhaps sugar, if they have sugar in their days, or other, or other sweetener. How come Jesus you know, mentioned salt? Well, because you know, I never realized, I know a little about salt, but when I was repairing, I said, you know what, let me just know more about salt. I was amazed. My mind, blew, you know, blown away. I said, what? This is what salt is meant for? Okay, let me just you know, give you a few of them. It preserves food. It flavors food. It cleans and removes odors. It extinguishes fire and melts ice, especially during the snow. It helps remove toxins. It is necessary for life. And uh, it relieves sore throats. It was historically used as a method of trade and currency in those days. Even uh, in Russia, the, uh, the Napoleon, during the, during the war with Moscow, 
their wound could not be healed because they couldn't find salt. Well, when my time is running, let me just quickly go. <laughs> okay, right. One of God's instructions concerning salt in the Old Testament says in Leviticus, you, you shall season Leviticus um, 2.13. He said, you shall season all your grain offering with salt. You shall not let the salt of the covenant with your God be missing from your grain offerings. With all your offerings, you shall offer what? You shall offer what? That's what, that's what salt can do. All right, that's, I mean, God isn't be mindful of salt. Now, Jesus is describing you and me as what? As salt. Okay. Uh, let's bring it home. How can a Christian be, be the salt of the earth? Jesus, we are the salt of the earth. In what, in what ways? Is this one way or many ways? Let's look at it. Number one, salt season, it's preserved. It's, you know, that's a lot of things. Because of my time, I would just give few. I have a lot of them. Pastor, I do love me very much. You only give me some minutes. So let me let me use it wisely. Okay. Do one of these do good to all people. Affect their life in a positive way. Galatians 6 8. Amplified or New King James Bible, if you can see it. That is, do good to all people. Affect their lives in a positive way. Okay. All right. Number two, do not engage in, in foolish conversation if you are salt. Mm. And the salt is sweet. It's seasoned, right? It heals. If that is true, then you just say, I am, you know, I am salt, you are salt. Then do not engage in foolish conversations, but let your conversation be full of grace. Colossians 4, 6. Well, because of the time, we may not be reading all these scriptures are so appropriate. I wish I have that. I was so blessed to read these scriptures, even though I knew I knew them before. But let's just continue. Another thing you have to do as salt, pray for one another and pray always for the peace of the world. Yes, everybody needs, you know, we need prayer. Look at what is going on all over the world. We, each time that I see what is going on, my heart bleeds. When I have people who have been, their head have been cut off without doing anything. When I see what is going on in, in, in Ukraine without a cause, my heart bleeds. Holy anger all, all the time rises within me, but I can't do anything. But I can't go there. Thank God for the, the, the veterans, people who can they volunteer. Most of them perhaps not Christian. So let's pray for the peace of the one. Let's pray for another. Whoa. All right. Preach the gospel to anyone across your way to preserve them from being destroyed by the devil and to preserve them from the danger of hell. Salt preserve. We can preserve people from going to hell as Christians if truly we are salt. And we want to live to that name, not just mere, I'm salt. Oh, yeah, I'm salt. I'm Christian. I'm salt. Now, we have to live by it. Okay, do not be troublemaker, but peacemaker. Do not be what? Troublemaker, but peacemaker. Salt is a symbol of peace. Matthew 5, 9, 9 to 12 says that. Um, if you can find it, maybe you can read that. Okay, again, uh, do not lose your salt. Matthew 9, uh, Verse 5 says, salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, how will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourself and be at peace with one another. That Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let us be a healer. Salt heals. It heals wounds. 
I was so sure that his were rotting because they couldn't find salt in those days. Napoleon, they were fighting with Moscow. Well, the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Okay, um, under the same topic of the party, we have number two. Christian is the light of the world to lighten up the dark world. Matthew 5.14. When the world was full of darkness at creation, God said, let there be light. And there was what? Okay. Let's dig a little bit deeper. It is the intention of Christ for all believers to dwell in the light. But it is a choice. It is what? It is a choice. Okay. All right. Um, John 8, 12. You can see it. You can, you can put it up. Um, why they are doing that, and we're going to lose some, to some of the benefits of walking in the light of Jesus. Like I said, we are under number two. Christian is the light of the world. Okay. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall walk, shall not walk in darkness, but what have what? The light of the light. So we are light. If we dwell in Christ, you are light. I am light. I pray that we will not lose our light in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There are some benefits of walking in the light of Jesus. Number one, God shared his glories on our ways. Let's say it. God shared his glory on our ways. You remember that song? Trust and Hobby. This song was written in the 1887 by uh, Mr. Samis. He's a, he was a Presbyterian minister. And he wrote that song. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his world, what our glory is shared on what? On our way. Glory is shared on our way. When we do his will, he abides with all. And with all who trust and what? And obey. Trust and obey. And the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Okay. Another one. We have good relationship, um, we have good relationship with one another. Please, let's read First John 1, 7. I'm going to wait for you. It's a very beautiful uh, portion of the Bible that I knew when I was little. First John 1 7. Okay. But if we walk where? In the light, as He is in the light. What do we have? Fair fellowship with one another. Not only that. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from where? From sin. Even if we fall in the sin, because we're walking in the light. Automatically, the blood of Jesus will cleanse us. It's not a sweet saying. It's not a sugar coat. It's in the Bible. The Bible is the word of God. I didn't read. I didn't write. Nobody. God, God, God already. God already know what we're going to be going through in the world. He gave us the Bible. Excuse me. All right. Oh, excuse me. All right. Another one. We are blessed. That is, when we walk in the light, we are blessed. Psalm 89, 15, if you see it very quickly, we are blessed. And also, another one, we will not stumble. John eleven ten. But let's read Psalm 89, verse 15. Everybody, everyone wants to be blessed. I want to be blessed. If we walk in the light, it is in the Bible that we are going to be blessed. Okay, blessed are those people who, who do what? Who know the joyful sound. They walk, O oh Lord, in the light of what? 
of your containers. So they have blessed her, those people. I pray we will bless in Jesus' name. I pray we will walk in, in the light of his containers in Jesus' name. Uh, some of the ways to continue to walk in the light of Jesus do not compromise. Let's say that do not walk, compromise. I will not compromise. I remember a long time ago, this man, I don't know whether he wrote the song, but I know he sang it. You know, I tell you, something going on at the youth carnival. Carnival, you know, he said, don't compromise. As for me, I will not look back. I won't compromise. Please don't compromise your light. If you don't want to use your light, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Okay, another one. Be modest in everything. Be what? Be modest in everything. Another one. Do not copy Hollywood, Nollywood, and all other wools. Yeah, you know why? You know why do I say that? Most of the things that we are seeing today, they come from Hollywood. And guess what? People are buying what they are selling. Don't copy Kardashian. Is it Kardashian? What it called? Kardashian. Don't, don't copy her. Wearing clothes, everything is showing for what? Don't compromise. You want to remain in your life. Don't compromise. Nobody is judging anybody. But it's the word of God. If you want to dwell in that life and enjoy the benefit, please don't compromise. I will not compromise in Jesus' name. You will not compromise in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Um, number three, the Christian is likened to an epistle of Christ, which the word reads. Second Corinthians 3, 1 to 3. Okay. Uh, okay. It is speech that many so-called Christians today have to carry with them themselves letters of recommendation from their home churches before they could be accepted as a brother in other churches. You may not understand this, but in Nigeria, in this church, when people are transferred, the pastor has to give him a letter or anybody that we, this brother is a real authentic brother. It's not a fake brother. So accept him with the hand of fellowship. Okay, so they have to do that. But even if they don't, even if they don't give letters, I know we don't do that here. Well, maybe. But the thing is that that thing that is in you will reflect whom you are, because by their fruit you shall do what you shall know them. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my time is so running. I don't know why. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Let us dig a little uh, bit deeper again. As an epistle of Christ, which the, world, which the world reads, let us remember this. People in our neighborhood and around us always see us when we go to the church. You think they don't see us? You know, I was up in my neighborhood. Me go home, come out, go home, come out. They look at me. They look at my children. When the one facing me was talking one day, he said, I'm going to introduce my children to you, my child to you, my son to you. They are watching us. They see us going to church. So if we are messing up, we are not showing a good example. They see us with our big Bibles. I just show you my big Bible. You want to be going? Yes, this one? Oh, no. no. Thank you. It's not, it's not about big Bible, brother, sister. And all our actions are not unnoticed. Everything we are doing, we think they don't see us. They do. They do. They do. If you are not home, they know you are not home. You know, <laughs> a lot of things are going on, but it's like, what? Anyway, 
The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Somebody is storing our actions and behaviors in means our memories, all our actions. They are storing it in their memory. That is where you have to show yourself as an example of Christ. We should not be an obstacle for anyone to believe the gospel. If we carry big Bible, if we do, we do everything we, we think, you know, we are very holy, holy, and they see us, uh -huh, they say, oh, 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 you too? <laughs> At once, you say, yeah, you stay. They start mocking you, and, you know, that, that, that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, let me, just a second, please. On that section number one, we are still, uh, all right, good. Christians are liking to sweet sorrow or aroma of Christ. Second Corinthians 2, 14, 15. Through them, the world should smell the sweetness of Christ's saving grace. The inference here is that as the odor of the perfume attracts passerby, people are passing by, or a group of people in the room where the user is present, so the Christian should attract people in the neighborhood by a sweet life, uh, sweet life or Christian life. Let me say this. There's no amount of perfume you use that somebody can smell Christ. If somebody says, oh, I smell Jesus in you, <laughs> that person is just mocking you. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. It is indwelling character. Indwelling what? Indwelling what? What are those things to put first? I mean, I'm sorry. Let us dig a little bit, a little deeper. Like I said, no performer can make you smell like Jesus or attract someone to Jesus. Mm. No. However, when we possess it, when we possess the fruit of the Spirit, people will be attracted to Christ. They will know that we are what different. I think we have a little time. Let's read Galatians, Galatians five twenty two. 22 to 23. So when they see this thing coming out in us, they, they would like to move close with us. You don't even invite them at work. They would like to talk to you wherever you are because the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit is smelling the odor of Christ. They will see it. They will like to be your friend. You don't invite them. They will like to. As a matter of fact, they will invite you. Yep. Okay. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. When you love them, People, somebody that, you know, he or she did something to you that was expecting you to pay back in a certain way, you just extend, you just extend at the arms of fellowship of love. He'll be, he be shocked. He'll be watching, watching you. Amen. Joy, peace, forbearance, kindness. You show kindness. Somebody is looking for a job. Somebody just needs something. You have them. Those are this. This, uh, the, the, uh, the perfume you're talking, this, let me, maybe I should say spiritual perfume, goodness and faith um, uh, and faithfulness. Okay, uh, that's part A. Part two is the beginning of the Christian life. If the time is running, I'll just summarize it because I know we have Holy Communion. All right, good. Every race or journey has a strange uh, starting point. So it is with the Christian life that he is, whatever, has a, whatever is existing has a beginning. And that's just a uh, simple phenomenon. It, it, uh, it has to start somewhere. The starting point will determine the type of Christian one is going to be. I've asked, the, okay, the general overseer is now saying this. 
He said that he asked many people a simple question. Are you a Christian? What do you expect the response to be? Yes, right? Then I go on to ask, since when? Someone will say from birth, because my dad is a pastor. It doesn't matter, brother. You must put first things first. Many people have started wrongly and continue that patching of and polishing themselves only to uh, ultimately find themselves as mere modernized hypocrites. What are we talking about? Nobody is condemning anybody. You can come to church, you can be at the bus stop, you see us, you hear us singing, you come in. Thank God there's somebody in this church we all know very well came to, came to this church. There's nothing wrong in that. But what is wrong is somebody who's not convert, genuinely converted. Actually, we're not judging, but we're just saying back to basic, you know, to, to where we should start. Yes, we can come in any form. Yes, we can even do work for the Lord without knowing God. Nobody's judging you. But what we are saying, now that we are learning it, that God is teaching us what we should do first, God so loves us so much. God doesn't want us to be engaged so much in activities, me playing the guitar. By God's grace, I will make it to hell. I will make it to heaven. You will make it to heaven in Jesus' name. We will not make it to hell. Hell is not our portion anyway, because we have been redeemed, right? But what we are saying is, perhaps if there's anybody here, you have not known Jesus, yet they invite you to church, you come in, you do one thing or the other for the Lord. Thank God for you. But why don't you now that you are hearing, go to, you know, to the beginning? And the beginning is, is, is what are those things to put first? Hearing and responding to the gospel. Now we are saying it. Perhaps you hear it on the radio of many places. When Jesus put forth the great commission to his disciples, he said, go into the world. We know, I mean, we know, we know all those stories. Let me just quickly go to saving faith. What are we talking about? When you come to Jew, when you... Now, one of the, 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 the fundamental at the beginning is a saving faith, to have faith in Jesus. You know, to know that, yes, to, to call Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, a simple prayer of faith. And don't allow the devil to, to make you doubt. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, the devil knows how to laugh at people. You know how to trick people. You think that every prayer will save you. <laughs> you just deceive yourself. You, may, you can't see, you, may, you can't even see devil face to face. As we have, we learned when Jesus, you know, after 40 days, Jesus didn't see, the, I mean, like we have been taught, not face to face, it was in his mind. The same way devil see operates today. But let's, you know, go through saving faith. As uh, saving faith affects the whole being of a person, it was the kind of faith exemplified uh, in the life of the uh, Ethiopian Enoch. When he said to Philip, see, here's water. What don't hinder, what don't hinder me to be baptized? That the story uh, in Acts uh, 8, 36 or 37, you know, they went to Jerusalem to worship. They were going to Gaza. I believe it was Gaza. Then um, he was reading the book of Isaiah. Then Philip, you know, Philip just asked him, do you, know, do you understand what you are reading? He did not. He was just reading to call a long story short, the believe explained to him. He was saved. He said, okay, I'm saved. I'm saved now. Ah, please, I need to be baptized. 
It didn't waste that. That's what you call saving faith. When you hear the gospel, they tell you, this is what you have to do. Don't waste time because time waits for nobody. We pray to live long and we will live long in Jesus' name. At the same time, we should always remember, I don't own my life. You don't own your life. That is why we, we take the opportunity to be saved anywhere. You don't necessarily have to come to the church before you're saved. You don't necessarily have to come to the front. You can kneel down your room. I said, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. That is number one prayer that God answers. God answers expressly in an express way. You don't wait for that. Because God, God said, I don't want anybody to come to perish, but come to the knowledge of Christ so that they can be saved. I pray that the Lord will help someone to pray that prayer if you have not done so in Jesus' name. Uh, Matthew Luther King says something, the just shall live by, by faith. Matthew Luther King lived in, 14, in, the, in the 1400s, and we are still talking about him today. He knows about what is faith. The just shall live. That living we're talking about, you will live forever by faith, because when you have faith in Jesus, it endures forever. Amen? Then another thing that must follow, repent, uh, repentance is a must. Let's say together, repentance is a must. Okay. The Christian life should start well and be developed gradually, not trying to jump a step to climb another. Some Christians started their Christian pilgrimage like frogs. They jump the necessary and essential step to salvation. That is, they jump, you know, the necessary step. Coincidentally, last week, I just saw. I don't watch movie, but I don't know. Just came home. I, I don't think it was television. Maybe it was movie. Somebody was just is it on television or BBC movie. I don't remember. Somebody was just trying to to catch a, a frog in the water. Let the frog jump. So it's a jump. That's what that's what they are saying here. You know, somebody can just jump to the church. You don't necessarily have to jump from the window. You can't even do that. You can jump off. You can jump from the. You can just come inside. You're welcome. But what we are saying is, it may, it may be fun, but it's not funny. What we are saying is, it is okay. It is what? Okay. But just go back to the basic. Repentance. Because we cannot carry baggages to heaven. No matter how we profess we are Christian, it's okay. <laughs> when Christ comes, or when the day of judgment, all those baggages, whatever we are doing, lying, this, everything, the road is so narrow. That's why we must repent. That Lord will grant us the spirit of repentance in Jesus' name. Repentance is for everybody. It's not for the church members. It's for what? It's for who? Everybody. Anyone who desires to go to heaven must repent. Because we are all sinners saved by grace. So if there's any little, little thing in our life, we must share them off. Let's say share them off. Share them off. Share them. Yes, right. Yes, that's right. And there's nothing wrong with that. And how, how can you do that? On your knee. Jesus, I come to your cross. Forgive me. Give me the spirit of repentance. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Jesus will answer us you know, like that. In the chicken of an eye. Because that is what he came to do. That is what he died for where? On the cross. I wish they had given me one hour I planned. I even want to show every, a lot of things. I like to show things graphically, but I know my time is not all that. You will have seen you know, the Passion of Christ. I couldn't watch. I've never even watched it. I just, I could, 
one day I just stopped. When I see those those bleedings, ooh, I, I, I couldn't. But even in reality, Jesus was tortured more than that. Just for me and you, so that we can go to heaven, so that we can be forgiven our sins. Don't let us take it lightly. Yeah, by, by, we are not saved by work, by grace. <laughs> Jesus, just, Jesus suffered though. Nay, boom, boom, boom. You know, you know, when you just hit your, your foot on something, you know how painful it is. Maybe you're on the door or a pot. Oh, it's like it goes to your brain, right? You can imagine what Jesus did on the cross. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. All right. Let me go to repentance and restitution. Yes, nobody is perfect. Yes, it's not unusual for me to have done something that I ought not to do. It is not unusual for anyone to, you know, to do what, I mean, to have, you know, to have done what they ought not to do. When something you can repent, you can repent and do restitution. We saw Zacchaeus. But the only, the only problem is, you know, if you have stolen somebody's money and you realize it, now you are saved. Hey, nothing wrong. You can go, you know what? <laughs> I was, this, this, when I was not saved, I did this, but now I can say I'm different now. Things are different now. Something happened to me when I gave my life to Jesus. Things I used to do, I do them no more. Places I used to go, I go there no more. Things are different now. Something happened to me with it. When I gave my life to Jesus. If you have not, if you don't have that kind of testimony, just pray that the Lord will give you this spirit of repentance. Now we are talking about restitution. If there's anything you, you know, you restitution means you've done something now, the spirit is convincing you to go, go, uh, you know, maybe go to that person or go to payback. Please don't waste time. Do it. However, there are some restitutions that are so dangerous, that are so delicate, that are so dangerous that may need counseling. That's why we have pastors. That's why we have ministers. Talk to them. I don't want to mention them, but you know, a lot of things will happen. You've messed up somebody's property, whatever it is, kind of property, without mentioning anything. And you know, you don't just go there and mess up somebody's house up. No, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go that way. It doesn't work that way. Apply your common sense. That's why God gives her what? Wisdom. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Uh, like I said, our time is running fast, but I know even little that I've said, I know God has blessed me. God, God is speaking to me because God is speaking to me. I know God is speaking to someone too. All right. Um, let me just go to the conclusion. You can put on the uh, conclusion because I'd like to put things in writing. Everything I'm saying, I've most of them are right, but I just have to be very fast. God has revealed another truth of his words to us today. Here is an important question. Everyone listen to me. What are we going to do with it? The truth, the little, little the truth that God has just revealed to you, to me, what am I going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Is it going to be like coming to church? It's a custom. I pray that coming to church will not be a custom for us in Jesus' name. It will be meaningful. 
And meaningful means that at least you act on the word of God that you hear. Because it doesn't matter who is speaking to us. That uh, little boy that was messing up his name, not deliberately, on the, on the children day, it's, God spoke through him. You remember on the children day, two weeks ago, God can use anybody. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. All right. Well, we be smart Christian. We have smartphones. You know what smartphone can do, right? If you want to be smart, you got to, you gotta be smart. You just have to be smart. You just have to determine to be smart. You have to be smart Christian. If our heart will say, "I say yes, Lord, yes to Your will and to Your ways." And you know, your spirit come to me with my whole heart. I will agree, and my answer will be what? Yes, oh yes. All right. We have four minutes. And I have suggested prayer. I call it suggested prayer. Why do I call it suggested prayers? I have two. You can pray your own prayer. This is just the one that I put it here. Uh, I like to put my prayer where well, I do. I don't have much opportunity to preach, but anytime I'm, I'm going to be putting my prayer on the screen because some people, when we're talking on this, you know, people may not follow us right away. The prayer number one. Lord, give me the grace to make use of the truth you have revealed to me today. Help me to be the salt of the world and help me to daily walk in the light of Jesus. Shall we stand up to pray? That this prayer is, is for a believer though. If, if, if you are a believer, this is your prayer. If you are yet to believe or somebody or anyone watching us, you know, online, on YouTube, that's a very important prayer for you that God will answer instantaneously. I'm not trying to exaggerate. God will answer that prayer right, right there. But for we that are here that we are Christian, let us raise our hands unto the Lord. You can pray this prayer that I put there or you can pray it into your, your own way. But this is the way I want to present to myself to the Lord today. Lord, Give me the grace to make use of the truth you have revealed to me today. I want to walk in the light. I want to be, I want to be the salt of it. I want to remain the salt of the earth. I want to be uh, the Bible that the world is reading. Today, people don't care about how big is your Bible. How, they don't care what you, they want to see that, in, they want to see that Bible you are carrying in you. They want to make sure you are doing exactly. They want to know whether you are just, you are a fake or you are your authentic Christian. Lord, I want to be an authentic Christian. Lord, help me to be the salt of the world and help me to daily walk in the, in the light of Jesus. Help us, oh God, to, to be the salt that you, intentional, that you intended us to be at, in, in the beginning. And Lord, help us, oh God, to daily walk in the light of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's one important prayer. In case there's anyone here that you want to start from the beginning, you're not coming to the front. Nobody's watching anybody. Everybody will be at his home, whatever. You know. So, but why don't just pray this prayer? It's on the screen. It's a, we call it sinner's prayer. Nobody, you, you're not repeating it after me. Actually, we are going to read it together to help you. You people are watching us online. The prayer is over there. If you can wholeheartedly pray this prayer, the Lord will answer this prayer. It says, shall we read time for me?
me to my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I have received you as my Lord and my Savior now. Forgive me all of my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, because you have answered this prayer. I am saved now. Amen. Yes, you are saved now if you actually pray that prayer. Because God is, has been waiting for you to pray this prayer. God, God loves you so much. He created you. He wants you to come back to him. He doesn't want you to listen to that devil who is trying to trick you. To say, oh, there's no heaven, there's no hell. God cannot come by himself. But if he can let, let us know him through what we are doing now. Father, we just thank you very much, Lord, for the, for the truth of your word. Thank you very much, Lord, that you love us so much that you talk to us all the time. Thank you, Lord, today. Father, again, we, ready, we dedicate our life unto you, Lord Jesus. We want to walk in your life. We want to be salt of the world. Grant us the grace, oh God, to be salt of the world, to be, uh, to be the light of the world. And Father, we pray for anyone who is yet to know you that has prayed this simple prayer. Lord, save that person in Jesus' name. Transform that person in Jesus name Lord save that person in Jesus name have mercy on that person in Jesus name write his or her name in the book of life thank you father because you've answered this prayer Lord for we prayed in Jesus name amen thank you very much for listening God bless you All right. you have been listening to elder Michael Akosil's message called successful Christian living part 11 who is a Christian if you're in the Washington, D.C. region, visit in person at our address. Please subscribe to our podcast and watch us live. God bless you.